All right. Welcome to the uh, first episode, the pilot episode of uh, Dita, Opie, and Jokey. Um, disclaimer, that is not our names. Um, that is three names of one person. Uh, we'll let you figure that out. But uh, so to start off, I think uh, just explain this uh, little podcast that we're starting is just going to kind of be about sports, NFL, college basketball, college football, baseball, NBA, kind of all around a little bit of hockey. Uh, a little bit of golf when it's the right season. Uh, so kind of getting a little bit everything. Uh, we're going to start off with NFL this week, uh, go through some of our predictions for the games this week, predictions for awards, what we think the awards are currently, maybe some division winners if we have some time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's going to be today's itinerary. Later this week we'll do uh, college basketball predictions uh, and move on from there. So to get started, we're just going to jump right in, and we're going to go with the Thursday night game. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Jake. Uh, who do you like in the Packers-Cardinals game? Cardinals are favored by six and a half at home Thursday night. Well, I don't know if you want the pick or the spread first, but for me it does not matter. I like Green Bay shorthanded walking into Arizona and handing them their first loss of the year. I like, like uh, the, Who do you like in the spread? Uh, well, I like the Packers, considering I have them winning outright. Okay. <laughs> Wanted to make sure you weren't confused there. <laughs> I do. I, it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. All right, DJ, what do you think? Well, I'm going to do exactly that and bet against Aaron Rodgers as I'm going to take the Cardinals and I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover by a touchdown here. So I, uh, I'm right on your back there. Uh, we just went through our picks for our little pool and uh, I'm, we're, we're all on the Cardinals. Even Evan's on the Cardinals, my, uh, my roommate, Packers fan. So, uh, he, he's on the Cardinals, so you're on the island there, Spitz. Um, we'll just move on right away. Actually, no, I do want to talk about the Packers real quick. They're without their top three receivers. They are. And is banged up really Elton bad. Jenkins, David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, and Zaire Smith. Or Zaire, Zaire Smith. Excuse do they have a midget playing quarterback for them? Do they what? <laughs> They have a midget playing quarterback for them, and the answer to that is no. That, that's true. This is true. Um, but he could be the MVP favorite as a midget. So the first first ever, I think. But uh, so moving on, 49ers Bears, one o'clock on Sunday in Chicago. Uh, Niners are favored by three and a half points. I'll kick this one off. Uh, I'm going to take the Bears money line and the Bears spread uh, plus three and a half. I like it a lot. I It sounds like a joke, but I really think Bears come out with a lot of fire this week with no Nagy. Um, so far, the interviews this week have been Jason Peters uh, really talking about the lack of preparation and starting right tackle, never having a starting rep of right tackle. Allen Robinson said he didn't take any reps with Justin Fields in uh, the training camp. I think they're a little they're a little angry, more than flustered, and I think the Bears come out and uh, win this one on Sunday. DJ? I like the Bears as well in this one, as I will pick the Bears as my winner. So, obviously, that means I think they're going to cover the three and a half points they're getting. I also think this hits the under, though, just to slide that in. The under's at 39 and a half, I believe. I'll, 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 slide that that card. Well, that's the card. I'm going to take, take the under because I just think, obviously, the, the 49ers are going to ground and pound. And, obviously, the one thing the Bears have been able to do this year is run the football, whether it's been Montgomery or Herbert in the backfield so or Williams. And one of the three, any of them, they've been able to run the football. So, I think it's a quick game with a lot of runs, but I think the Bears pull it up. Maybe 300 rushing yards in that game. 
Spitzy? Yep. So I'm going to be alone again. I think the Niners are a little ticked off after what happened on Sunday Night Football. Do you like them uh, outright in spread? I like them covering going in Chicago. And I think the Bears after, although they are apparently closer to where they need to be after the 35-point loss. Hey, well, I, we're a closer team over the last 24, 48 hours. The last 24 hours. But in this game, we see a combined 150 quarterback rating between the two quarterbacks. So I like the ground and pound, but the Niners do it a little bit better and come out on top. All right, I can respect it. Uh, I am going to back up and uh, take the Cardinals Packers over as well. Um, that's I do. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well. I didn't know we were taking over under. You, you can throw a couple in there if you want. If you, if, if you still play. Like over like under it. Right. Uh, all right. Moving on. Panthers Falcons. Uh, the Panthers are on the road and they're three point underdogs. Uh, three and four Falcons are three and three. Uh, Falcons coming off a bye? No, two weeks ago they had a bye. Excuse me. Uh, we'll go to Davis first this time. Um, I got to take the Falcons to cover and outright. I mean, I they're just – I think that Sammy Darnold's seeing ghosts again down there in Carolina. The ghosts have finally traveled down from New York to Carolina, and he is struggling. And I just think that Matty Ice gets it going. He's found – you know, finally figured out how to use their rookie tight end in uh, Kyle Pitts. And I think that the Falcons take this one. All right. That's a very good point. I like what you said there with the tight end. And the uh, Panthers had a number one defense two weeks ago. And thanks to Sam Donald and company, that is no longer because they're on the field for three quarters of the game. And I think it will be more the same this week as the Falcons offense is starting to get it going. And Matty Ice is now up to 12 to four touchdown interception ratio. And they're going to sling it around the field, and they are going to cover at home. All right. Uh, save everyone the trouble. I'm on the Falcons as well. Um, seems like one of the easier picks of the week, honestly, uh, which is why I hate it, uh, because the this is a typical Falcons game. They've drawn you in, and now they're playing a shitter at home who has been playing like shit. But the Falcons have been playing well, so they'll probably lose by 30. Uh, but I, I, I can't ignore it. I'm taking the Falcons. Uh, next up dolphins, bills, dolphins have been the dolphins and the bills have been really good. Uh, lost to the Titans last time out coming off a of bye week. Uh, Buffalo's favored by 13 and a half. Jake, what do we like? Um, I like bills, the bills and the over easy. I think Josh Allen may throw for 18 touchdowns as the Dolphins come into this game, giving a, a whopping 430 yards a game. And against a high-powered offense like that, I think they have no trouble at home against Tua, and they will blow Miami out of the water. All righty. I think that, unfortunately, as much as it pains me to, to agree with Dita, Opie, and Jokey, but – I think that the Bills slaughter the Dolphins up in Buffalo. I think there's approximately – I mean, there might be over on tables broken in the tailgate. They might hit the over before the game even starts. So, I think that the Bills cover at 13 and a half. They could win by four or five touchdowns easily. 
They may hit the over by themselves. Yeah, I, I think this one's a bloodbath in, in Buffalo. So I'll take Buffalo, the over, and the spread. I, uh, once again, save everyone the trouble. I'm on them as well. Uh, the Dolphins have been a real disappointment. Uh, I think we, uh, I was having a conversation today. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Brian Flores and the Dolphins play the Jets two more times, the Texans once and the Giants once. They won all four of those games and lost everything else. I put them at 5-11. and 11. I think five wins and under is where it really gets testy for Flores if, if he sticks around, uh, especially if those are the only games he's able to win. And it, especially if he can win some other games and then loses some of those games, I think that might be even a worse scenario. And I like Brian Flores. I think he's a good coach. I think he had a really good year last year. They obviously got kind of gypped at the end, but th- they've been a disappointment to say the least. They, they've had two back 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 weeks and, and they've still lost to two bad teams. So sandwich between their Jets and Giants matchup, they also have the Panthers. Who you yeah, so they, they do have a very, very favorable schedule. To put some stuff on track, I I, I don't like uh, one and six to get in the playoffs. Although the Texans did do it at zero and five in twenty eighteen, I think. Yes. Uh, I think they won like nine in a row. So had Deshaun Watson at quarterback, not 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 to a talk about a little That's for sure. They could they could have Deshaun Watson by the end of the week. So yeah, and, and I think Tua thinks he plays for the Bears because he has the best opening drives I've ever seen. And then he just forgets what a football is immediately. So uh, n- enough about that game. We, we have we have that decided. Huddle instead of the offensive huddle. Yeah, very true. All right, next up, Steelers at Browns. Uh, I really really hate this game. I'm gonna start it off. Uh, Browns are favored by three and a half. Uh, my counterparts in the other room took the both took the Browns, so we have our money on the Browns at three and a half. But I was on the Steelers. I currently Baker is not attractive play. If Baker plays, my opinion could change, but Nick Chubb is going to play. Uh, Baker is most likely not going to play. Kareem Hunt is on the IR. Jeremiah Wusuko Moore is on the IR. Uh, I, I think Steelers might be quite a bit pissed off after a lot of the, the talking the Browns have been doing since they beat them last year, all deservedly, but uh, a lot a lot of talking, not a lot of doing by the Browns. Uh, I think the Steelers might cover this one, but I like the Browns to win it. Go ahead, Jokey. Let's hear what you got. I really want to take the Browns in this one. Their run game is incredible, but like you said, if Baker's in, I like the Browns to cover, but we're going to plan on him being out. And I think the Steelers go into Cleveland and pull out a narrow victory, perhaps coming down to the last drive of the game. But I do like the Steelers. To cover and win? I do. Yeah, I have to – unfortunately, I think there's still a little bit of – I think a lot of the Steelers remember what happened last year in the playoffs. And I don't think – I just – I think they want to go into Cleveland and make a statement. And if they can slow – even they don't have to stop the run. If they can slow the run down – and make Case Keenum sling the rock a little bit, I think that they come out with one. I mean, Big Ben's going to throw the ball 70 times, but I think that the Steelers – I definitely like them to cover, but I'm going to go ahead. I think they definitely cover three and a half, but I'm going to take the Steelers straight up. All right. uh, Like I said, I was on the uh, Browns to win the game. Uh, but yeah, I, that's a, that's a rivalry game. That'll be a good game. Uh, that'll be better than a three and three, four and three record teams probably show, uh, especially in Cleveland where there'll probably be at least 700 people there. Uh, 
Now, Eagles at Lions next up. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, this might be the worst game of the year so far. Uh, I don't think the Texans and Jets have played yet. But uh, the Jags and Seahawks are dueling at 305. Yeah. <laughs> if Ross yeah. is back, maybe. So, um, once again, uh, out in the other room, my, my counterparts were on the Alliance, and we have our money on the Lions. But <laughs> I, I think the, the Eagles the Eagles cover here. Um, Jalen Hurts is awesome when it doesn't matter, and the Lions don't matter at all. So, I, I really like it. Um, I think it's a classic, you know, Lions have been playing better. Uh, they, you know, they gave the Rams a contention last week, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in reality, the Lions suck, and they lost by 10 to the Bears, and they're down three possessions the whole time. And they needed three punt recovery – or three uh, fake punts and a f- onside kick recovery to finish down nine to the Rams. So, uh, I don't think that's a win for them. So I got the Eagles outright and the cover. You take this one. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and give you the exact opposite. And I'm gonna say the Lions win. I think Motor City Dan Campbell has the Lions ready to play some football. They might bite some kneecaps off tomorrow or Sunday. You never know. We're gonna bite some kneecaps. We're gonna leave some tears at the podium and we're gonna get ourselves some happy tears after our first win on Sunday. Give me the Lions which I'm going to take them outright, so they're definitely going to uh, beat the spread. And give me the Lions. Lions. Quick shout-out to the Bravos for winning game one of the World Series. Uh, we're all Cup fans here, but, you know, Astros. Yeah, go Braves. What did you say the spread was in Detroit this weekend? Three and a half. Yeah, so I feel like the Lions have been in every game they've played in, at least early, and a lot of them late. Justin Tucker broke their hearts once. And they put up quite the showing against the Rams last week in the first half. If it was any more than three and a half, I would like them to cover, but they're not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles to win this one in the Motor City. Absolutely. I love that. I love that pick. I love that demonstration. Uh, Titans at Colts. Interesting one. Uh, I'm around a lot of people that believe in the Colts and most of them are really stupid because the Colts aren't very good. So the Titans the last two weeks have smacked the ass cheeks off the chiefs and the bills very unsuspectedly, not favorites in either game. Uh, but yeah, on the road in Indianapolis Colts haven't played well. I'll give them that Jonathan Taylor's RB two, uh, in fantasy. So he's untradeable. Um, but other than that, for first round pick and sleeper, uh, other than that, uh, for context, uh, Davis traded me Jonathan Taylor this past week and he's unbelievable. Uh, but regardless, Tennessee's a point favorite, uh, on the road. Like I said, they just beat coming off wins against the Chiefs and the Bills. I will also have to remind you they lost to the Jets game before that. Uh, but the Colts, they're weird, man. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, they are weird. Let's pull up their schedule here. Uh, they beat the Niners by 12, blew out the Texans, lost at a great game against the Ravens. Uh, no, a great game against Lamar Jackson on Monday night, and then uh, beat the Dolphins, who we've already discussed are terrible. Not competitive against the Titans. Close game against the Rams. 
not competitive against the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Uh, very strange team. I like the Titans. I really think this line should be more. It's like three, three and a half, especially the way the Texans or the Titans are playing right now. Uh, so I think I got to take advantage of a missed line here and uh, take the Titans to cover and win. I am going to go in the complete opposite direction, and I think the Colts split the season series. This is the best football I've seen Carson Wentz play in if, a if while. I could pull a Not video that right now, I would have the video of that interception last week is up so fast. Hey, hey, conditions. I would like to think that it's not going to be a mud hole in Lucas Oil Stadium this week. And I think that they find a way to stop uh, not Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. And I believe the Colts come out with a field goal win in this week on their home turf. Wow. So he takes the Colts. Well, see, it is definitely not going to be a mud bowl at Lucas Oil Stadium. But it might be a bloodbath because Derek Henry. I might, think the roof would have some other things to say. I think it, there might it might be a bloodbath. I think Henry. I think eventually Henry has a down week where because he gets the ball six hundred times. Eventually he's got to he's got to have a down week. But I don't think it's this week, and I think that the Titans run over the Colts with behind Derrick Henry, and so I'm going to take Titans. I think they cover. This, the point spread for sure. I do think I'm, I was surprised at this line. Most of the lines I haven't been surprised by. This was definitely a line that I was like, wow, I can't believe it's only a point. Not that the Colts are bad. I just thought that the way the, the way the Titans are playing, especially coming off of stomping of the chiefs, I thought that they would definitely, they look like they're trying to find their groove a little bit behind him. And I think the Titans cover. So I, I am going to uh, share my screen real quick. If you guys could uh, pay attention here. Um, if, if you could watch this, I had a little slippage. Right. You know how I feel. You know how I feel about Wentz. It's not. It's not It's I think he needs to change scenery. He's starting to play better football. He is. Two weeks ago, he was leading the league in QBR and ten plus yard throws down the field. And my underrated player of the week plays for the Indianapolis Colts and Michael Pittman Jr. I think he is an excellent receiver. Uh, uh, rewind real quick. Stop back on it. You had Colts. You had Colts to cover him win, Davis. What? No, I had the, I had the Titans to cover. Oh, gotcha, know. gotcha. Sorry, I was uh, trying to show Jake that video. So Davis is back on. All right. Uh, wow. Uh, this sounds like a shitter. But uh, it's the best team they have seen, and they beat them. But uh, Bengals at Jets. Bengals are favored by ten on the dot. Uh, I like the Bengals here. I'm gonna keep it simple. Uh, they're playing really well. They can't stop Jamar Chase. Simple as that. Uh, Jets gave up 54 points to the Patriots last week. Davis. Yeah, uh, as you guys know, I live or I don't live with, but my brother is a giant Bengals fan, and. I have to ride his train right now. And I think the Bengals, uh, the Jets are really bad at football and they're signing Elijo Flacco midweek and that solves zero of your problems. So I think that the Bengals go into New York and I think they cruise to a victory and I think they cover 10 points. I uh, want to add real quick, I'm adding the over here. Um, only 43 
and uh yeah i'll take the over with you yeah uh so i've got the over here at 43 Uh, i think the uh Bengals can score about 35 themselves probably so playing quarterback for the jets this week uh so Mike White is about as real as Cole Schwindel or as Frank Schwindel. So, Schwindel. <laughs> so um, I don't think it matters, but I think it's going to be Mike White if I had to guess. So I like the Bengals in this game. I do. But I'm going to take the Jets to cover the 10 points. I think they keep it close. This is one of those games like they had against the Titans a few weeks ago where they just kind of hang around. I don't think they can, will win, and I don't know if it will necessarily be that close of a game, but I think in the end they stay within 10 points. All right. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, the Rams at the Texans. My game on Sunday, uh, the Rams are favored by 14 and a half points. Jake, I don't even need to waste my time on that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to assume I'm going to speak for the group, and I'm going to say that we all take the Rams. We all take them to cover. I think you could add ten points to the spread, and we would take the Rams to cover. Yeah, uh, I think we're we're all on the same page there. Cooper Cup wide receiver one. Okay, Cooper Cup wide receiver one. I just want to let everybody know I've been on the Cup train for years in fantasy. Cooper Cup wide receiver. Texans last four games, they played Bills, Patriots, Colts, and Cardinals. And that is a tough schedule. They hung with the Patriots, lost by three at home. Their other three games, they got outscored 102 to seven. <laughs> 102 to seven. I think it only gets worse this week. They're really bad. They're really bad. There's no offensive butts. They're really bad. Uh, All the massage parlors are closed in Houston. You can't get a massage down there. Their legs are tight, backs are tight. That is unfortunate for them. I mean, I would say that. Um, Moving on, uh, I thought one of the easier lines of the week, honestly. Uh, I know it's confusing. uh, The way team is a very confusing team. But Patriots at Chargers. um, Chargers only five-and-a-half-point favorites. I like the Chargers here. Uh, Don't don't buy into a team because they beat the Jets at home. Uh, I don't don't think that's a good reason to – to give them a couple points on the road. Uh, it's a charter share. Went out, win, and uh, cover. You can go ahead. I'm gonna. Oh, Chargers fans got a Charger fan has to group his thoughts over there. I'll take give me the Chargers to win, but give me the Patriots to cover the spread. I think it's a close one. I think it's just really tough to play against Belichick, no matter where you're at. And I'm not a I am not a huge Belichick guy, but defensively I give him props. I think he knows how to keep games close, and I think they keep the game close. But I think at the end, the Herbino and his little buddies are too much for Belichick, and I think that they win but do not cover. I'm also going to throw the under in my card at 49. Okay, so last year the Patriots came to Los Angeles. And they won that game 45 to nothing. 45 to nothing. So, how many yards? Do you know how many yards the Patriots ran for last week? Because they ran for 148 yards. I think they run for more this week. As the Chargers are ranked 32nd in run defense. And the Browns shredded them for multiple, multiple 
big runs. And I think the Patriots come into Los Angeles this week and Bill Belichick will win a narrow game against Justin Herbert and company. I don't think the run defense can hold up. Wow. I think that's like reverse psychology there. That's one outside over under in that game. I'm not touching the over-under because I could very well see it being a 90-point game or it could easily be a 30-point game. I I just want to make sure I didn't uh, miss anyone there. Uh, Next game up, we got Jags at Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks favored by three. Um, Boy. (laughs) Where to start with this game? DJ, where where are we at here? Let's let's see what Davis is at. You know Smith versus Trevor Lawrence? Uh, This is up there for game of the year. Honestly. <laughs> this better be game of the week at 305. If it's not game of the week at 305, I'm done. Uh, uh, this I'm, is a four or five game on CBS. It will not be game of the week because it's not on Fox. Does Seattle uh, play every game at home? But what? Does Seattle play every game at home? Yeah, uh, yeah I think they have a, a little thing with the NFL where they just get to do that. Play yeah. 15 games at home Pete, and on the road. Pete, Pete Carroll just went in their office and chewed gum really loudly and they just said fine. <laughs> and he left. Like, they don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, get out of here. All right, give me – I mean, I might as well bet it all this game because you, you just don't know. Give me the, the under for sure. There's yeah. going to be 12 turnovers in this game. Yeah. Um, so, give me the under. And I'm honestly more confident in the under than I am of picking who's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think – uh, give me the Seahawks, and I'll take them to cover at three. I think the Seahawks win by a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to second that. Give me the birds. I think Trevor has a tough time going to Seattle and winning. And they come up short. I Gino's eventually got to get catch a break. And I think it's this way. The question is, does Pete Carroll run the ball 80 times after he scores in the second play of the game? It's possible. The Jags pass defense is really bad though. That's You'd think you'd throw it to Lockett and DJ. And, and with DJ Chark out, that doesn't help the Jags' offense. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to get a mouthful of Jamal Adams all night. Plant, yeah. The best in the nation. <laughs> I love the Jags. So, I'm taking the Jags cover and win. Mm-hmm. Uh, really don't like the Seahawks this year. I mean, I, I like the Seahawks, but – well, I hate Pete Carroll, but uh, <laughs> I know Chris Carson. And and I just feel – it just watching them with no Geno Smith, it just feels like they really don't have Tyler Lockett either, uh, like with him throwing. It just feels like he's not involved at all. For that case, DK too. But, I mean, he had a big touchdown last night, and it was because two defenders missed. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they really haven't been involved at all. They're not the same Seahawks team whatsoever. Their defense has had to step up more, which – uh, I don't know. Urban Meyer coming off a of bye week. Is that a good thing? Is he going to be at the strip club for a week and a half? I have no clue. So we'll see. I, I think it'll probably be a good thing. Uh, I think he'll, he'll have a good game plan going in there. Um, and like Dave said, Pete was kind of abysmal on Monday night. So uh, moving on. Football team at Broncos. Uh, I hate this, all of it. Um, These are- Broncos are favored by three. Somebody I'll take this. I I, uh, I think, unfortunately, I'm taking the football team, but I hate it. So that's no, the thing. I honestly, this might be the worst line of the week. 
I I think the football team wins this game. I, I don't know how the I get we're in Denver, but the football team. I watched a lot of that Packers game last week, and I, I'm not a huge football team fan, but I thought they played well. Like I thought they were they were a couple balls bouncing a different way. I mean, the call against Heineke at the goal line is yeah, uh, that's that, it. That's a tough call to get. I mean, he's not giving himself up. He's trying to dive in the end zone. Granted, he should have just ran it. He should have just ran in, taking the hit if he got hit. I was but, away and he slid. Was... But I just think but that who was in the cool. right mind thinks you're giving yourself up at the oh, end? No, no, no. I agree to call. But I'm saying, why do you slide? Just run it in. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He should have run it in. But he, no person on earth is giving themselves up on the one foot line. So I think that the football team behind Taylor Heineke goes into Denver, and I think they beat them pretty handily. So I'm going to take the football team to cover and win. I also like the football team in this one, and I think they clearly cover, but I don't think they win by a lot. I think Denver's a tough place to play, and they clearly showed that when they beat the Mighty Jets at home 26 nothing the first three weeks. So, yeah, I like Washington to win, but not by a lot. All right. Uh, moving quickly here. Uh, Bucks at Saints. Bucks are five point favorites. Uh, I think this is kind of easy. I don't know. I like the Bucks a lot here. Uh, Saints didn't look that great against a bad Seahawks defense on Monday night. Um, Buccaneers looked phenomenal against pretty solid Bears D. Uh, often our offense helped them out a little bit though for field position. But regardless, uh, they looked really good. They've looked really good all year. Uh, Saints haven't looked amazing. Alvin Kamara's looked amazing, but uh, I like the Bucks. I like the Buccaneers. Jameis will be eating an L at 25 <laughs> in New Orleans, but the Saints lose by three or four points and cover the spread. Ooh. I like Sean Payton. I think Saints, Sean Payton's too, too good of a coach to let this game get away from him at home. But See, they still I, I think that he tries his hardest, but I really think that there's such a discrepancy in the players that I think the Bucks. I don't think they win by 20, but I definitely think they cover five. And I think I, I definitely think the Bucks win. I just don't – they won't score as easily as they did against the Bears. They won't put up five touchdowns in the first half. But I think that they eventually pull away and win this one by more than five. Yep. I, I got my bad touchdown. Uh Cowboys at Vikings, Sunday night game. Uh, Cowboys favored by two and a half. Uh, I, I'm not even looking at my screen. I know Jake's being a moron, uh, but I like the boys. Uh, two and a half, I really like that. I thought it might be more like three, three and a half. Uh, so basically kind of saying the Cowboys are almost six-point favorites on a neutral field. Uh, I don't know. You think, you think the Cowboys would be nine-point favorites at home? I think that'd be a big line. Uh, I don't know. I like the boys. Two and a half. Went by a field goal. Greg the leg. Maybe a 56-yarder to walk it off. Who knows? Jake. I don't know if you know this, but we are not at noon on Sunday anymore. I know. That means that Kirk Cousins is in trouble. And I also fight my skull – Cheer! I like the Cowboys to beat them by at least a touchdown on their home field. Yeah, as much as it pains me, I'm riding the Cowboy train. I think that they win and cover, and I'm sure Trayvon Diggs will get three picks from 
Kirk that probably deflected off people and he'll come up and there'll be pick sixes and he'll be defensive player of the year in week eight. And I mean, we'll just, it, that, that it'll just sign, sign seal delivered. Kurt will throw it to him four times and pat his stats and that'll be it. He's the Eddie Jackson of 2018. It's what, yep. it's what Trayvon Diggs is. Uh, Monday night game, last game of the week. Uh, Kansas City is favored by 10 points over the near Giants. Uh, Dave? I, I, is, I just you have to take the Chiefs here. I think I think they bounce back after getting just absolutely destroyed. I think they clean some things up. And unfortunately, the Giants are a perfect storm of a team to do it. They're not very good to begin with. They're really banged up. I think Tony will be back this week, but I don't think that it doesn't look like Saquon is going to be back. Correct. So I, I think I think he's out another week, and I just I think that the Chiefs cover and win this one. I'm with you. Uh, I think Chiefs cover and win. I don't know if it's a Patty's back type of game, but he's gonna have a good game. Uh, don't necessarily that means there if that know if I know that that means he's back, but uh, he's got a good game. Giant secondary is atrocious. Jabril Peppers is out for the year towards ACL, unfortunately. Uh, so that's going to be a tough blow. Already had a really poor secondary. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I like the Chiefs to win this one, cover this one. Uh, yeah, Kelsey and Hill didn't have very good games last week. That normally doesn't happen two times in a row. So Tyreek, maybe 400 passing yards or receiving yards. We'll see. Jake? Yeah, I don't like the Chiefs, but I like them here a lot. Giants, I don't even know if they'll have any receivers left. And it doesn't matter because – I'm still not sure Danny Dimes knows what kind he's on. So, I'll take the Chiefs on Monday night. That uh, wraps up the weekly picks. Uh, we've got them all written down. We'll let you know. Uh, but moving on real quick to, before we wrap up, uh, we'll go ahead and talk about the uh, uh, award voting so far. Uh, who do we have so far at the MVP position through seven weeks? Not, not predictions. Through seven weeks, who we got, uh, Davis? Who's your MVP? There's seven weeks. It's tough to go against Kyler, but I'm going to go against him. And I think that – I think he's going to be able to continue his performance. And I think it's I think it's Matt Stafford. I think I think old Matty Stafford is just doing a lot of – he's force-feeding Cooper Cup out there in LA, in L.A., but I just think that Matt's been really good. And I've been a huge Matt Stafford fan, and I think he's finally out of Detroit and can show really how good he is. And he's got an offensive coordinator coordinator and coach that know what they're doing and he's got some weapons around him and I think that he does it all year and I think Stafford is the MVP through eight weeks and I think he's the MVP I think he is second right now behind the GOAT and I think you have to get to Tom Brady right now who leads the league in passing and passing parts and he's been pretty remarkable and I don't think he'll end up being MVP but right now he's my MVP through seven weeks and I think a dark horse to come win the MVP is uh, the tank himself, Derrick Henry. Watch out for him. So, uh, you have Brady currently, is that what you And do you have Henry to win it for the year, or is that just dark horse? Um, I think he's just my dark horse. Do you want me to make a pick on who I think will win? Uh, go ahead and make that now. We'll just get that. I will take – I'll take Kyler. I don't want to, but I'll take him. Kyler Murray. I really want to take, really want to take Josh Allen, but he's he's got a lot of ground. I completely missed that. I was trying to get them to 
beat Wyatt and they're still yelling. But uh, who would you have for the later? I have, I have Kyler to win it. I want to take Josh Allen, but I just think he's too far behind right now. He has an easy schedule to make up for it. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I have Kyler as an MVP right now, and I also happen to win it. Um, so I, I just think that he's completely transformed the uh, uh, the Falcons. And, and if anybody else is there, they wouldn't be able to do it. He's making their offensive line look a lot better than it is, honestly. And yeah, that's what I got. Uh, secondary is not very good, and for the Cardinals, their their front line's pretty good. Uh, but I think Kyle is really doing most of the heavyweight, uh, regardless of what ball side of the ball you're looking at. So, uh, coach of the year, who we got? I mean, you want, you want to go? Here we go. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I mean, I really want to give it to Motor City Dan Campbell because we're biting caps up there in Detroit, but I don't know that you can give it to him right now. And to me, I gotta go with the. Uh, with old Bruce Arians over there in Tampa. I think Bruce has done a really good job of, I don't know, just managing everything. He's got a lot of really good players. He's got a lot of really good weapons. And I think a lot of people, kind of like what Tomlin used to do when he had AB and Lev Bell and all those weapons, and people didn't understand how much he was doing to manage. Not that Evans and Godwin are tough to manage and they're dramatic as those guys, but I just think that he's doing a heck of a job just kind of making them go with all the weapons they have and, Obviously, it helps to have old TV 12 under center, but I think that he's doing a heck of a job down there in Tampa. But next year, I've got uh, I've got Kingsbury right now. I mean, the best team in the NFL so far. I mean, and the, it's not been just an absolute cakewalk. I mean, they absolutely gave the Rams a business, absolutely gave the Browns a business, uh, just bent those teams over. So, and, and they absolutely gave the Titans a business, three probably top five teams in the NFL. Uh, I've got Kingsbury now, and I've got him to win it. Uh, they're going to beat the Packers this week, probably going to beat the Niners, then the Panthers. Seahawks, depending on Russ, definitely going to beat the Bears, definitely going to beat the Lions. Uh, Whoa. They've got five more wins guaranteed. I mean, they're, 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 they're a 12-win team, and I don't, I don't expect them to lose to the Cowboys, Colts, Rams, uh, and Seahawks down the stretch. So they're probably a 13-win team. I've got, I've got Kingsbury in both. I said they will lose to the Rams on Monday Night Football when they the Rams come into Arizona. Awesome. David, did you have Arians for both? Or what? Did you give a pick for the end or no? Is that is he your all the way through or just yeah, yeah. I like Bruce gotcha. to win it. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm going to go away from the two best teams record in the league. And I have two guys right now that I think could win it, and I think one of them is Brandon Staley and his Chargers. I think the other one is Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals. I think what he's done in Cincinnati has been mighty impressive, and he's got them playing very good football. Do I think they win the division? Absolutely not. Lamar Jackson does exist, and the Ravens will win that division. But I think that – I think Kingsbury will end up winning it in the end, just because I think, like you said, the Cardinals' schedule is very favorable down the stretch. But I do think that if the Chargers win somewhere around 12, 13 games, that Brandon Staley is a potential candidate. I like Kingsbury to win it. All right. Uh, moving on, offense player of the year. I'll go first here. Uh, I'll put Derek for now and Henry for later. Uh, Jake? 
right now, offensive player of the year is Cooper Cup. Later, Derrick Henry will win offensive player of the year. He's a freaking freight train. Yeah, and unfortunately, the last four weeks of the year, he's averaging like 800 yards total at, for the last four weeks of the year. I, I think Cooper Cup has been very impressive now, but a wide receiver is not going to sustain that pace, and he's not going to. They're not going to give it to him. It's going to be Derrick Henry. Are you sure? I think Cooper Cup might be the next Megatron. I'm not sure. They're built the same. Unfortunately, Jake took the words out of my mouth. You know, I already stated earlier, I'm a huge Cooper Cup guy. I just, like you said, wide receiver, eventually they're going to put like 11 guys on him, right? And make right. Staff, Stafford will still force speed it to him. They'll still run a screen pass for him. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to get him 13 targets one way or another. I'm the ball off him on the one yard line so he can get <laughs> It doesn't matter. But I just don't, I think Henry can sustain the pace he's at. And if Henry sustains that pace, even if he has a down week or two, it, it doesn't matter. He could rush for 2,000 yards again. The only right. thing stopping him is an injury. It's not It's not the other team. Right, exactly. So, yeah. I think I think Henry wins Offensive Player of the Year. All right, uh, Depoy. Start with Davis again. Um, here's, the, here's the issue. Don't, if you say Trayvon, there you go. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. They'll give it to him right now. Right now. That's what I'm saying. If you had to give the award right now, they give it to Trayvon Diggs. They, they do. 100%. You gotta look deeper into it. But there's a lot of other people I would love to give it to. I mean, you gotta look at what Watt's doing in Pittsburgh. You gotta look at what I mean, I'm a huge Darius Leonard fan personally. I think Darius is very, very good in Indy. So I think there's a lot of different pretty much willed them to a win. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways you could go for depot. I personally think that that uh not not a dark horse because he's not a dark horse, but I think he's definitely not the leader at the moment. But I think TJ Watt ends up winning at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go real quick. Uh, right now, uh, I've I've Khalil Mack as the depoy so far. Um, I mean, he's got six sacks uh, through seven games, and he he's really transformed the Bears defense back to 2018 style, which was three years ago. And he was the only reason it really left. He, he wasn't affecting the game the same way that he was. Uh, he had some solid pass coverage, but that didn't really help uh, the Bears defense. And now I really think he's affecting how they're playing, how everyone else is playing. And that's really showing with Robert Quinn and showing with Eddie Goldman and Akeem Hicks. Uh, so I think that he's really affecting others as he plays completely. Uh, but winning for the year, I have no absolute doubt in my mind. It's Miles Garrett. The man's an absolute freak. Uh, he is, he, he's, he looks like Khalil Mack three years ago. Yeah. I mean, look at this. I don't know why he doesn't have five tombstones of fields out there. He exactly. absolutely ate his cheeks for five hours. Uh, yeah. it was ridiculous. So yeah, I, I've got Miles Garrett to win it all. Uh, but Mack right now. That's where I was going. You, you to it. I think Miles Garrett's defensive player of the year now and he's going to win it. I mean, the dude is on, you can't stop him. He's just bigger and faster. I, it's hard for me to bet against Aaron Donald. I mean, the dude's an absolute just mammoth of a human being, but Miles Garrett's too good and he's going to walk away with it. All right. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. I'll go first. Um, Jamar Chase. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but for real, though, we're, we're, I was saying earlier with Cup being Megatron, this guy is Megatron. He's unbelievable. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. You, you hear what I just said? Yeah, about Jamar. Okay, my thing cut out. Yeah, 
So he, he really has looked like the next Megatron. The couple catches that he made uh, was unbelievable. It, it was really insane th- this past week. And the, some of the videos of breaking down him catching that ball behind him, uh, taking the hit, spin move between three defenders, and blazing 4-3 speed right out of the gate. I mean, just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, but I am actually not going to take him to win it. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts because the dude is a freak. The exact same reason that took Miles Garrett. He is just unbelievable. He's just a specimen. He was being guarded by Xavion Howard, a, a tall cornerback at 6'1". A tall cornerback. Xavion Howard's what? Top 10 cornerback in the league. We agree upon that probably. Right around there. Didn't stand a chance. He was he was six, six inches down on Pitts, and he beat him on the first step. It, it was It's absolutely insane. Uh, I, I just think he's going to really consistently put up 100, 150 yards every week, and he's going to get 15 targets because he is open 15 times a game. And, and that's really what he's going to start doing. He's going to be a big red zone target. I don't think Chase will necessarily keep up the pace, not to say he's going to get worse, but they do have Tyler Boyd. They do have T. Higgins. Uh, they do have Joe Mixon. Uh, so there, there is a lot of other targets that, that could be stealing some work from him. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Chase now. And uh, pistol in it. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase is going to walk away with it. As much as I love Kyle Pitts and the dude, you, you can't guard him, like you said. And Matt Ryan's finally learning that he's on his team and that he can throw it to him. Because I think hey. the first thing he forgot that he had that dude on his team. But Jamar Chase, I mean, the Bengals are going to continue to sling it. And he's going to continue to catch passes. And I think he wins offensive rookie of the year pretty easily. Yeah, I'm going to ride the chase train. He definitely is the the uh, definitely has it right now. If you're going to give it through eight weeks, and I I just think he's got he's got some so big of a lead right now because, like you said, Burrow realizes that Jamar's on his team, and Matty Ice struggles sometimes to realize that Pitts is on his team. So I think that Jamar and Calvin will, really for that matter. Yeah, that's true. He forgets that he is the quarterback. I think at times. I think during their QB meetings. I think Cordero slips in there and says, hey. <laughs> you see those dreads flying in the wind? Right in the so. All right, uh, defensive rookie of the year that I think we'll close up after this year. I I think Micah Parsons is the leader right now. The dude's been absolutely unbelievable, and I think he will win it. Uh, I mean, there's a few guys that can give him some competition. I think Pat Sertan is in – kind of a sneaky candidate, but I don't think they'll give it to a corner. And uh, make sure I'm pronouncing it right. Is it Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia? Is he I on the right. I believe he's a giant. Uh, he has been very good as well, edge rusher, but I think Micah Parsons will win it alongside Trayvon Diggs on that side of the ball. He'll keep rushing passer, and his buddy will keep getting picks. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've got Parsons as well. Um, I've got I've got him now and at the end. He, he's in just such a good situation between uh, Van Der Esch and, uh, like you said, Diggs. I mean, whatever, but Diggs. And, and uh, with the pass rush that they have, I think he's in a really good situation. Offense that scores a lot. Uh, so he, re- he really can get covered up if anything is starting to go wrong or if he's not playing as well. Uh, that's definitely going to get covered up by like, kind of like the media – and uh, just people kind of keeping tabs, especially if the Cowboys keep winning. Uh, but, I, yeah, I think he's in a really good situation, and I think that he's part of the reason they cut Jalen Smith. 
Um, I think, I think I uh, probably would have biased and said Jeremiah Wusukomori here if he had missed the last two weeks on the IR with a throat contusion. But uh, he was playing really good football. He was the highest graded linebacker in the NFL through three weeks. So, uh, but yeah, Micah Parsons for both. I think the. Micah Parsons is definitely my pick, but to give you a dark horse, and the only reason he's a dark horse is because he's his, of his health issues. Is Quiddy Pay over there in Indy is an animal, and that guy is a freak on the defensive end. And if Quiddy and he's Pay, also in a great position as well, like I said, with yeah. guys like uh, DeForest Buckner on that on that yeah, line, and Darius Leonard at linebacker. And I'm telling you, Quiddy Pay, if if he stays healthy, could make a run the last ten weeks of the season, and I think could give it a run as a dark horse for defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, that's a good pick as well. Uh, so I think that's going to wrap up our first episode. Uh, so uh, join us again Thursday. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get another episode recorded. Don't know when it'll be uploaded. College Don't know when it'll be uploaded. Baby. College basketball. Hoops time. College basketball predictions. Uh, probably another similar 45-minute episode or so. We'll get Big Ten, ACC, uh, Big East. Uh, all the major conferences in there, some awards, predictions, all American. Go. go Eagles, baby. Marquette. Uh, get out of here. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that'll wrap it up tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, it was a good time. Peace. Peace.